If you're in the market for a super addictive puzzle game, you have to check out Mini Motorways on Apple Arcade. It's a city planning strategy puzzler with an incredibly satisfying gameplay loop. Enjoy unlimited access to over 200 incredibly fun games with no ads and no in-app purchases. From puzzle and adventure games to sports, racing and multiplayer action games, everyone can count on finding something to love. Head to sifter.com.au slash arcade to start your free trial of Apple Arcade today. That's sifter.com.au slash arcade for a free one-month trial of Apple Arcade, and you'll be supporting independent video games journalism. New subscribers only, $9.99 a month after free trial. Plan automatically renews after trial until cancelled. Sifter.com.au Hi, I'm Kyle Paletto. And I'm Fiona Bartholomew. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, Asus announces their own Steam Deck competitor, Arc 2 is delayed, Sega murders Sonic in one of the best April Fool's jokes this year, and the antics changes to Pokemon Go raids have angered players. Here's the news for Sunday, 9th of April. Let's go. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. Watch out Steam Deck, there's a new handheld on its way, and despite being announced on April 1st, it's not a joke. Asus has confirmed that the recently announced ROG Ally is in production, and from the limited information out there, it seems like a powerful competitor. YouTuber Dave2D has been provided with an early engineering unit from Asus, and it boasts some pretty good specs. An AMD Zen 4 RDNA 3 chip allowing for higher frame rates than the Steam Deck, a 120Hz 1920x1080 screen, and it'll also run Windows 11, which is an immediate plus for some people. It's an interesting announcement from a PC hardware company, but with Valve breaking into the handheld market, it only makes sense that others would follow. There isn't a price or release date information just yet, but we'll keep you updated as we start to hear more. If Asus can get their new handheld out before Steam Deck officially launches in Australia, we might see some people going for this platform instead. Arc 2, the dinosaur survival sequel, has been delayed until the end of 2024 after developer Studio Wildcard revealed they need more time. In the meantime, the developers are releasing an Unreal Engine 5 remaster of the original Arc Survival Evolved called Arc Survival Ascended, and it will land in August. The remaster will contain the original game's main island, a battle royale mode, and support for cross-platform multiplayer and modding. But you can only buy it in a $50 bundle with the sequel, which doesn't seem close to being finished. And once Ascended launches, the original Survival Evolved services will be switched off, forcing those who want to play multiplayer with friends to pick up the remaster. Now, I tried Ark once in the early days, and it was an absolute nightmare. I would drop, I couldn't figure out where I was on the map, I couldn't figure out my, where my friends were on the map, and I would either get speared or I would drown or eaten by a dinosaur. What was your experience like, Fee? I must admit, it's been a while since I did play the game, but it felt like I skipped a bit of tutorial, but I was honestly just happy just running into dinosaurs and seeing what happened. <laughs> Pokemon Go fans are losing it this week after changes were announced to their beloved remote raids and remote raid passes. Remote raid passes allow players to enjoy battles from anywhere instead of standing right next to a raid, and Niantic says they are tweaking the system to encourage more in-person gameplay. How are they going to accomplish that, you ask? Well, by jacking up the price, of course. You're now limited to 50 coins earned in-game per day, and a pack of three passes now takes 11 in-game days to earn. 
up from six during the COVID lockdowns. Plus, players will only be allowed to play five remote raids per day. Speaking to Polygon, Pokemon Go VP Ed Wu said the, the existing remote raid system is throwing the game's economy off balance and making it unsuitable in the long run. But fans argue that these changes could disadvantage disabled and rural players who have relied on remote raids to participate in battles they can't physically access and the decision to make the game more challenging for these players is a step back in terms of accessibility. Some fans have even begun boycotting raids, with a raid strike proposed on r slash Pokemon Go subreddit in hopes of getting Niantic to roll back these changes. To those boycotting, I say good luck. The ID at Xbox Showcase was held this week, showing off a bunch of new titles and updates. First, we have the Tides of Fiskari expansion for Vampire Survivors. The expansion features 8 new characters, 13 new weapons, a new stage, 7 music tracks, and 20 new achievements, all for just $1.99. It's scheduled to release on April 13th. Next, we have The Last Case of Benedict Fox, a Metroidvania set in 1920s Boston where players explore a terrifying mansion filled with monsters. Cassette Beast is a unique turn-based RPG with an 80s vibe that takes inspiration from Pokemon. Instead of using Pokeballs, you capture monsters with a cassette player. Omega Strikers is a free-to-play online multiplayer game that combines soccer and air hockey. The Carter 2 Turbo Charge, inspired by games like Crash Team Racing and Mario Kart, showcased its chaotic races in a new gameplay trailer. The game will be released on Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One, with online cross-play, ranked matchmaking, over 12 game modes, custom tracks, and up to 6-player split-screen. Coffee Talk Episode 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly lets players step into the shoes of a barista serving fantasy-based customers and helping them with their problems. That's coming on April 20th and will be available on Xbox Game Pass on day one. Homestead Arcana, a farming witch simulator from Skybound Games, tasks players with healing the world and pushing back an evil force known as the Miasma. Close to the distance explores themes of grief, death and loss. The game follows the story of Angela, a young girl from a town called Yesterby, who died in a car accident and delves into the impact of her death on loved ones and community members. The Explorator, a semi-open fantasy FPS with a striking art style ripped straight from the pages of a highly detailed storybook, takes players on the quest to find Atlantis. Lil Guardsman puts players in control of a 12-year-old tasked with deciding the fate of over 100 characters trying to enter a kingdom. And Cabaret, a dark fantasy visual novel, is available right now on Xbox, featuring a rich art style that draws on Southeast Asian myths and folklore. Some very exciting speculative news out of the world of Fallout this week. After data miners discovered a recent Steam DB update to Fallout 4 had pointed to a series of files referring to a new Vegas 2. As a bit of history, Bethesda is known for teasing new games and content with hidden clues and Easter eggs in their existing titles, like the hidden message in Fallout 4 that hinted at the release of Fallout 76. Fallout New Vegas was a critically acclaimed spin-off with outstanding storytelling and role-playing mechanics, so it's no wonder fans are eager for a sequel or remake. However, the New Vegas 2 depot could simply be a placeholder name for something else. In the same update, a Beta 2 repository was found likely relating to Fallout 4's upcoming next-gen update for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S, bringing significant visual improvements to the game. The depots have since been removed approximately 24 hours later, but whether New Vegas 2 is a placeholder or something more, the discovery has ignited some serious excitement and discussion about the Fallout franchise's future. Bethesda is known for surprising announcements, so anything is possible. 
While most gaming April Fool's jokes are worth forgetting, Sega's entry into the Jokathon has subverted all expectations by actually being really good. How did they do it? Well, they killed Sonic. The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog is a visual novel that starts with the untimely end of the blue blur, and you'll need to track down the killer with some cool retro character outfits for all your faves. The game is free and has been downloaded more than a million times and is actually one of the best-reviewed Sonic games, sitting in the top five on Metacritic with overwhelming positive reviews on Steam. Maybe setting expectations expectations pretty low and making it free helped, but if there is anything Sega understands, it's the memes. That's it for the big headlines. Here's what's coming out this week. Roguelite action platformer Trinity Fusion is out on Thursday. Players control parallel selves to save a doomed multiverse in a side-scrolling with big Metroid Dread vibes. Experience intense combat, unlock upgrades, and explore ever-changing sci-fi worlds on PC, PlayStation, or Xbox on the 13th. AFL 23, the first footy game by developers Big Ant, hits the field this week. Experience realistic gameplay developed in collaboration with AFL coaches, where you can play with over 1,200 AFL and AFLW players. Grab it on PC, PlayStation, or Xbox this Thursday. And retro gamers will be able to revisit the world of Mega Man with the release of Battle Network Legacy Collection Volume 1. This nostalgic compilation features four classic games, including Mega Man Battle Network, Battle Network 2, and both versions of Battle Network 3. That's coming to PC, PlayStation 4, and Nintendo Switch on the 14th. Articles to read, videos to watch, and podcasts to listen to. Sifter.com.au This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Kyle Paletto. And my name is Fiona Bartholomew. Thank you so much for listening. We know you love our podcast, so why not become a monthly backer on Ko-Fi? Your support lets us keep making our shows, so why not show the love and sign up to be a monthly backer? It's easy. Head to sifter.com.au slash support, where support starts from just $1 a month. That address again is sifter.com.au slash support. Sifter is produced by myself, Kyle Paletto, Daniel Ang, and Adam Christou. Mitch Lowe is senior producer who edited this episode, and Gianni Di Giovanni is our executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune, and thanks to both Audio Technica Australia and Omni Studio for their support of Sifter's three podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. Did you know that the original Final Fantasy creator, Hironobu Sakaguchi, made a spiritual successor to that legendary series called Fantasian for Apple Arcade, and every level in the game is a handmade, physical miniature model. Enjoy unlimited access to over 200 incredibly fun games with no ads and no in-app purchases. From puzzle and adventure games to sports, racing, and multiplayer action games, everyone can count on finding something to love. Head to sifter.com.au forward slash arcade to start your free trial of Apple Arcade today at sifter.com.au forward slash arcade for a one month free trial of Apple Arcade and you'll be supporting independent video games journalism. This offer is for new subscribers only $9.99 a month after free trial. Plan automatically renews after trial until cancelled. 